0: You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my friends who are much into music theater to different types of pop and rock music, and sometimes they'll introduce me to some theater music. Okay, in this episode we'll be talking about the band, by the band. Here I have Jackson. Hi. Jess. Hello. Kay.
1: Woogity woogity. And Riley. Hi.
0: (laughs) Just a disclaimer, this is the second time we're recording this episode, because of technical difficulties, and which is why we're not as enthusiastic, and why we're missing Kate again.
1: We do not love technical difficulties. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. not
2: the same without Cade. All right. We wish we could show you guys all the stuff. Don't be here yeah.
1: for the next episode, We oh, swear!
2: We lost, we lost oh. his yell, incoherent yelling about Ringo. Oh.
3: When we recorded the first take, we couldn't go a minute without Cade ever mentioning Ringo or going off it. Yeah.
2: yeah, he gave this album zero Ringo's because it didn't minute. That was right. his rating.
0: Yeah, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The band is the second studio album by the band. It was released September twenty second, 1969. The genres are roots rock, folk rock, country rock, blues rock, and Americana. It was released under Capitol Records and produced by... Does anyone want to guess?
1: No, no, I know it. It's not the band. It's not the fucking band.
0: You're right. It's John Simon.
4: Yay, I'm smart.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yep. Woo! <laughs> First try. Yep. <laughs> by William Ruhlman. The band's first album, Music From The Big Pink, seemed to come out of nowhere with its ramshackle musical blend and songs of rural tragedy. The band, the group's second album, was a more deliberate and even more accomplished effort, partially because the players had become a more cohesive unit and partially because guitarist Robbie Robertson had taken over the songwriting, writing or co-writing all 12 songs. Though Canadian, Robertson focused on a series of American archetypes, from the union worker in King Harvest and the retired sailor in Rocking Chair, to most famously, the Confederate Civil War Observer in The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. The album effectively mixed the kind of mournful s- songs that had dominated music from Big Pink, here including Whispering Pines and When You Awake, with rollicking up-tempo numbers like Rag Mama and Up on Cripple Creek. As had been true of the first album, it was the band's sound that stood out the most, from Helm's propulsive drumming to Robertson's distinctive guitar fills and the endlessly inventive keyboard textures of Garth Hudson, all topped by the rough, expressive singing of Manuel, Helm, and Rick Danko that mixed leads with harmonies. The instruments were simultaneously loose and assured, giving the songs a timeless appeal, while the lyrics continued to paint portraits of 19th century rural life, especially southern life as references to Tennessee and Virginia make clear, its sometimes less savory aspects treated with warmth and humor. All right, so what do we think of the band by the band?
1: I liked it. Hmm. It was very like m- nostalgic for me because I I used to listen to I like I I grew up kind of listening to the music. Hmm. So that was fun for me. I'm totally biased. I loved it.
4: Hmm. Yeah, um, I am going to be I'm biased here too. I I love this. This is such a good album.
0: Well, look at me. I'm not biased and I'm lukewarm to this album.
4: That's kind of how
3: I feel, too.
0: It's just just not (laughs) to me, really.
3: Mm. Yeah, like, there are some things that, like, I'm going to say this in, like, the most unbiased way, but I'm probably going to seem biased, but, like, I liked more of, like, the rock kind of sounds rather than, like, the more
1: country-esque kind of sounds. I mean, that's fair,
4: that's fair. Should
0: should
1: we burn the heretic?
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's a witch. Take her to the gallows, she's a witch.
1: Take her to the goblin? Gallo. Oh, okay. Goblet. I thought there were goblins involved
2: in this. Oh, I got yeah, really take which is to take witches to the gallows. That. You burn them at the stake, right?
0: I mean, you, sometimes you burn them in the gallows.
2: You don't burn people I hang, in the Hang them in
0: the gallows. <laughs> I do not know- Hang England.
2: them at the stake. Burn them at the gallows.
4: Then throw them into the river to see if they sink or swim.
2: You guys are sleeping on-
1: Throw um, them into
4: the river to see if they're heavier regions. than a duck. <laughs>
2: That's how we know if they're a witch. Of,
0: of you course. See, if they die, who are you so wise in the ways of science. of science? Thank you. Again, like Riley said, I prefer like the rock sounds as opposed to like the backwoodsy, folksy country sounds. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, that's
1: fair. Mm. It's all fair. Yeah, you are you are valid. Everyone countries. is valid.
0: <laughs> and I I I actually think that some of this stuff is a bit dated on here too. If it was, if it was like made in today, I don't think it would really be approved of. If the band made this album in 2019, they'd probably be canceled.
1: Wait, is is it 2019 right now? <laughs>
4: no. 2019. <laughs> we traveled two years into the past. Mm. It's 2021. God,
1: I wish it was 2019. That'd be
0: great. Yeah, back when Amphibia, back when Amphibia just had its series premiere. In a
2: simpler time.
0: Anyway, about the. Uh, I actually liked some of the songs on here, like, uh, Cross the Great Divide, Cripple Creek, and Jawbone. Yeah, the songs with an actual rock edge, but, uh, yeah, they- they're either too short or too relaxed to make a permanent etch into my brain.
1: You know, the songs on this were longer- at least a few of them were longer than the last- the last album. Yeah. And yet they- yeah. they, they felt kinda long to me, honestly. Yeah, they did. They like, felt too the, long.
0: Like I, I, I was them... I was listening to the unfaithful servant and I was like, "What? This is like three or four minutes." It felt like seven or eight. Yeah, Yeah, these
4: things... yeah I felt like I read a chapter in a book because it felt <laughs> very long.
1: I'm about to make a, a niche musical theater reference, but you know how the songs <laughs> in Octet are like really long, and some of them are like 13 minutes. Like Not those all songs, that long. those hmm. songs feel shorter
2: than these songs. They do hmm. feel shorter. Yeah. yeah. Actually is like eight minutes, but it feels so short, you could have sworn it I mean, was four. Or well, three. actually it's eight minutes? What the- Yeah, I know, I mean, right?
0: I mean, I think- <laughs> I- I forget what the- Wait,
2: how long is actually? I don't wanna- I don't wanna quote the wrong time, let me find- I would think it's like seven or eight, let me check. Well, I know Little God is like 13 minutes.
0: <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. yeah, actually, it's eight minutes twenty seven seconds. So I was undershooting it. Actually, eight minutes,
0: okay. eight minute, wow. minute twenty seven seconds. Those are rookie numbers for progressive rock. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah, well, it's not a least, progressive rock. We, like, wait, how long? It will, know, like, we, guys, I
0: mean, cold cold we'll be cold. looking at some.
2: Oh right, right. I
0: I I, th- I think I liked the great across the great divide because it was like probably one of the shortest songs on on the album.
3: It was the shortest one
0: i think maybe i think that's maybe why they put it first like we're putting the, the the shortest song on here so like you hey you think this is what the album's gonna be like well you're wrong and you should feel bad yeah. because of it
4: I, I think listening to the last waltz and the live version of all of most of the songs on here just ruined the album to me because i'm just
0: because they're playing it's better much
4: more energetic it's way more energetic when they're doing it live than...
0: Yeah. You know how big music from the Big Pink was recorded in, like, an actual Big Pink house in New York where they used to practice? rehearse Yes, that. That same- is
1: very cool. I want a video of that. Same Are thing here. Are there videos here? of
0: that somewhere? Sa- I don't they know, but pic- they had- did the same thing here where they recorded at a, a rich guy's house in Los Angeles. So you go from, like... ...backwoodsy house in the middle of New York, and suddenly you transition to, like, L.A.
4: Wasn't Big Pink Dylan's house? Bob Dylan's
0: house? I- I don't know. I think it's where they- I think it's where they practiced. I know the basement tapes were recorded there.
4: Second, Look at this up. All right!
0: Anyway, I'm just gonna read some notes on here. The only notes I took for Jemima Surrender were... More like, "Joe Mama Surrender.
4: The
3: first the second time. For Jemima Surrender, that it's was my favorite That was the best one That was that out.
0: was the least rate that was the lowest rated for me.
3: Jemima Surrender?
0: Seven yeah, out of ten.
3: You're kidding. Really?
0: It I, mean, I gave them a ten out of ten.
3: That was the best one. For I put uh the guitar riffs, whoa. the chord progressions are just yes. It's just it's just Chef's kit perfect. What am I and missing? One of, one of my other notes was like uh Okay, I don't know, but I'm just a huge sucker for just a good chord progression. That's just me. If it's a good progression- chord progression or, like, a good beat, I'm totally down. Frankly, that's, I, that's me.
0: You like the chords, I like the keys.
3: Yeah, um... Uh, Okay, wait, one of my other notes that I put for Jemima Surrender is for uh, the night they drove Old Dixie down, which was my uh, mm. second lowest rating. <laughs> um, really? You're a real the one vocals right there. Reminded of, sure. It's like a combination of Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I have- Is, is
0: I, that just me? Or, I can't? I believe. too have thoughts on the night they drove Old Dixie down. If anyone wants to listen to my TED Talk about it.
1: Um, go right your ahead. Your TED Talk exceeds all expectations, so go ahead. Yeah.
0: So I thought the instrumentation was nice, and uh, frankly, I-, I like the small little instrumental breaks after each chorus, especially the second one, but, I mean, it's not some. It's just... I, I don't think it's a bad song. It's just... it wouldn't work in today's standards. But, I mean, there are things that I don't like about the song like the vocals they they sounded like so hammy like hey my name is Fergie kane and i'm here to say and uh the lyrics on here are especially pro-confederacy like uh i know robbie robertson was canadian but he did he really have to write these lyrics in such a anti-north sentiment or did was he really feeling that way or did he just uh can or, I
1: bring up the Property Brothers now?
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, so the Property Brothers are Canadian, right? But they wrote songs about America, and I don't know why. I th-
0: it's
1: making me feel weird. I don't know why th- th- these Canadians are pro- role-playing as Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Role-play. At, I I
0: th- th- yeah. at first I thought Canadian. you were going to go, the Property Brothers were co- pro-Confederacy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Property Brothers are not pro-Confederate, as far as my knowledge yeah. stands.
0: Mm.
4: It could be. You
1: don't know. We, can we cancel the Property Brothers? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright.
2: <laughs>
1: they have a mobile game. Prantively, they right. have you? a mobile game. You're hey, have really? you ever seen the Property Brothers mobile game? Can, can no? I actually on the saw Property ads Brothers for that
0: and I'm never playing it ever. I think I saw ads for it on Among Us somewhere.
1: Also they, they they literally like write songs. They have a mobile I don't know what is going on with the Property Brothers and it makes me scared. Mm.
4: I don't really hear it. As, like, pro Confederate, really. It this sounds like some, you know, like some poor farmer out there who mm-hmm. got caught in the middle of everything. Yeah, of, but. Like, the war
0: happening. The the uh, farmer is unapologetically pro Confederate because he mentions Yankees, and that was a derogative term in, in the 1860s. And he mentions well, can, watching.
4: Can we really blame him? His brother got killed because of them. I'm. You
0: know? I mean, yeah, I, but like I'm just hill- saying that writing a song about a confederate soldier probably would not like stand in today's modern oh, yeah, today's times sure. yeah and, and if this song came up on the radio i probably wouldn't skip it but i'd just say yeah this is a song that exists yeah yeah and that that is my ted talk
1: excellent ted talk
0: hungry just made Richmond had fell, it's a time But you know a song i do like though cripple creek i I like the i you
1: mentioned that everyone loves cripple creek yeah i like
0: the you know that they have that is a really smooth clavinet that's being played there i mean they it's like a it's it's kind of like a bass except it's more prevalent and the yodel harmonies are hammy but they're in a major so it's a good hammy
1: everyone loves a major
0: except for Jess we love
1: a major how could you not love a major that,
0: um, yeah it's, it's, it's like a it's a party it's a party key
1: every, every day, day is a party when you're playing an a major <laughs> I, I don't think any of you guys play clarinet but on clarinet a major is really fun to play because you get to do this funky little thing with your fingers it's great it's all mm. the vibes mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I don't even know what a major sounds like
0: <laughs>
1: yep that's right I know
0: I know perfect pitch.
1: No okay, way. I know perfect, I, I I know perfect pitch, but I only know it for F, so I have to do everything referenced from there, because <laughs> again, affirmatively, because I previously mentioned playing clarinet, in band we have to tune to F every day, but it's concert ah. F, so it's RG, mm. it's RG, so every, so every time I think, I I have to G. think of, um I think of RG, I go <sighs> through the circle of fourths, and then I go, uh, like, a st- I, d- I go a step up. It's so stupid. I hate my- I hate how I have to,
2: like, tune stuff. It's really annoying. Wanna hear something funny? Sure. Yes. Go ahead. That was it. What was <laughs> <laughs> I not <couldn't laughs> hear it. <laughs> oh, oops. I should've turned my phone pitch pipe up louder. Dang it. Whoops.
1: Wait, I have a pitch- I have a little shitty keyboard in my room. I but have two in my room. But it can only put one Here we- here we also, go. Also, it's tuned really. Nice this is a on my tiny keyboard it's very tuned off
0: hmm so uh the singer of the night they drove old dixie down was levon helm and he's from arkansas and arkansas is a southern state so yeah i think it's it makes sense that the southern man sing the night they drove old dixie down
4: so i wrote on my notes that they said like they really gave Levon all the best songs and then jemima surrender happened and it just <laughs> <instantly> <laughs> knocked it <down>. yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dang!
1: <laughs> wow!
3: <laughs> mm. My notes I mean, for uh, the Dretnet, they drove all Dixie down, was, a uh, Old-school country vocals? IDK, I don't really like country. Uh, mm. vocals kinda reminded me... <laughs> Bozzy, sorry, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, country plus ballad equals this? And I- I'm- I'm chose violence, I'm sorry. Wait, which- The guy's falsettos? Nice try. No. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> which song reminded you of total drama?
3: the unfaithful servant oh. um i can't uh, the, the main vocals i cannot unhear dj from total drama singing <laughs> i cannot unhear it
0: mm. oh by the way i should note that ringo is on the band's the last waltz both the movie and the album so i'm pretty sure Cade's gonna give all four <laughs> his ringos for that
4: actually let me try and find a photo see if he if he can be seen because everyone came and sang with Bob Dylan at
0: everyone, in existence, everyone,
4: like everyone who was on the like
0: A- everyone the guest he was list. summoned. Everyone is here.
3: <laughs> everyone was summoned. <laughs> they were summoned. Yeah, super, everyone is here.
4: super, smash.
0: super Smash Band.
4: Oh, super man. Smash Waltz.
0: So the last two tracks on here are pretty much the same, even though they're pretty different. When it gets to like the end of the album, I'm like. Uh, these are like the same- uh, the same song, even though there are differences between them. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: uh, pixels with the ominous, uh, auras give him- <laughs> He's right- he's right in the middle of everything.
0: Just like in the universe. He is the- he is the, the master. Like- he is the mastermind. Is that- is- <laughs> is that Bob Dylan in the white hat?
4: Yeah, with the crazy hair.
0: This was like 13 <laughs> years after in... Highway 61.
4: I can't get over He's like the only one looking at the camera. He's like looking into your soul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> first, He's In the dizzy. first picture, he was doing it to us. Now, he is silently judging us.
3: <laughs> Wait, the guy that's like looking at the camera is Ringo?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh. Right. So, anyway... Some of the songs here actually reminded me of Hades Town, but that may be because Wikipedia classifies Hades Town as Americana, and it also qualifies the band as Americana. That's... So there might I not be much them. resemblance gonna... between the two.
1: I mean, those are excellent vibes to get. So mm.
0: seriously, it, though, mm. it's it, it's gonna foreshadow what I think of the album. I I got them the most in Rag Mama Rag, to be honest, because like the strings and everything. Mm. Okay.
3: I like the strings that were added And Mm -hmm. I put for uh, Mama Rag I put, um, is this inspired by Ragtime? Because it sure sounds like it
0: The musical or the genre?
3: The genre Mm -hmm.
2: Yay, you know about the musical now Because I told you, yes, the day before Yesterday, no, it was yesterday Oh my gosh, it (laughs) feels like so long ago (laughs) (laughs) Time is an an illusion,
1: kids (laughs) (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Straight down
0: the Mississippi river To the Gulf Cold to Lake Charles, Louisiana, little Bessie girl. I once knew, and she told me just to come on by if there's anything that she could do up on Cripple Creek. She sends me if I. So we have had a bit of technical difficulties, and, uh, unfortunately, Kay has left us already, so we're just gonna resume from where the recording left off, so, uh... Wait, really? Yeah, really. Anyway, they talk about- Anyway, they talk about the keyboard textures on this album, and I'm just not hearing any of it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I have to- Yeah.
0: So, you're saying that there's so many cool things happening on this album, and I'm like, Cool. Where are they?
4: Listen with your mind's eye.
0: (laughs) Also, I want to introduce you guys to a recurring character on this show. He, some days he's good, other times he's bad, and he goes by the name of Robert Christgau. He's a critic for The Village Voice. What do you think he thought of this album?
4: Uh, did he like it? Was it, was it good?
0: Hmm. He expected to not like this one because he didn't like their first album, but... Upon hearing it, he said this, he said it was better than Abbey Road. And that. Wow. K- yeah, I know. It's. Wow. Okay. I mean, I've
3: never listened to Abbey Road, but like.
0: That's a bold statement. Yeah. And he said it was an A plus record if he ever rated one. As Kate would say, Maxwell Silverhammer is better than every single song on this album. Eh,
2: yeah. Oh, you know what else is better than every single song on this album?
4: Hmm. My mom, but...
2: the bro duet. Oh, that's mm. where you're going with it. Oh, um, <laughs> that's where you're going. Man, with anyway, <laughs> my mom.
4: Guess he to this.
0: Uh, anyway, so I'm glad this is how I know we.
2: My mom is better than every I'm... single song on this album. She's great. Love you, mom. She is great.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh... I'm glad this is how I can introduce you guys to Chris Gow, and we're gonna have a lot of fun with him in the future.
2: Yes, we will. Mm. Yes, we will.
0: All right, but enough of his. Yes, o-
4: we will.
0: But enough of his opinion. What did? Let's go around. What did everyone think?
4: It was a good album. I enjoyed listening to it a lot. Mm. Uh, it was I an
2: album. Good... I listened to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll need out of ten I ratings.
2: 5, four point six maybe i don't know I, i'm getting slowly more charitable or it's like just getting pulled towards the middle yes uh,
0: go
4: to the middle
0: all right
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was good like there are some
3: things that were good and then there are some other things that were not mm-hmm. so good but looking at my average score it was an 8.65 out of 10 so like it was decent i guess
0: yeah I'm, I'm in the same boat really it's it's decent i'm indifferent to it i'm Cade gave it a 2 out of 10 because many of the things on here didn't change at all. Like, they call this a concept album, but they don't take that concept to the next level. There's there's nothing going on with the music, there's, there's nothing changing, it's just the same old Americana backbeat, and... And that isn't to say that I hate every song on here, I like stuff like Cripple Creek and, uh, Rocking Chair, but... If we're looking for, like, Americana or, like, any other American rock, I... There's just... other things that are just... I'm grabbing onto. The band, to me, it sounds, at its best, like mediocre CCR, and while I... while I don't think that's necessarily bad... It's not something that I crank on, but if it was on the radio, I'd just say, yes, this is songs that exist. I, I wouldn't want to change the radio station, but I probably wouldn't enjoy myself. 8 out of 10.
4: What even does Americana sound like?
0: Folksy, bluesy stuff, acoustic stuff.
4: Oh, but, but folks eh. and blues is already a genre, so what is Americana? Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, Oh, I should also mention K gave this... If it's
2: a song and it's from America, then it's a America song. (laughs) You know what Americana sounds like that one song? You know, America, that one. Mm. Oh, that? You know exactly what it was with two syllables.
0: (laughs) I should also mention K gave this a 7.5 out of 10, so... K and K. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Two people who aren't here.
0: Yep. (laughs) Anyway, uh, fun fact... Levon Helm, the singer for the night they drove Old Dixie down, refused to play the song for quite a while because he heard the Joan Baez version and he was like so offended that he just stopped singing it entirely.
4: Imagine making a cover that bad that the original person just said, "I'm not singing this no more."
0: <laughs> yeah, he probably <laughs> he probably recognized how bad it was. Oof. <laughs> I should also mention uh, this: uh, so- the band is. Primarily consists of Canadians, so it's weird that they don't have anything about Canada to sing about. They're singing about, it's like, antebellum America, and that's the concept. Canadians singing about America.
4: What do you sing? What's there in Canada to sing about? Syrup. Maple leaf.
0: The Property Brothers.
4: <laughs> the Property Brothers. I didn't even know they were Canadian until this podcast.
2: Yeah, me I neither. They were American i thought you were american
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway so wikipedia qualifies the band as a concept album for some reason so that means the next album we're going to be listening to is a theater album and we all know which one that is (laughs) wizzy
2: all
0: right all right thank you
2: kath Steele's gonna be so proud